Hello, 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 Fierce Tribe. Welcome to the I Am Fierce podcast. I am Emma Ocha, your host, friend, and sister from another mister. This podcast is all about learning your value, owning your space, and knowing who the fuck you are. In a world where everyone is hiding behind some kind of filter, my goal is to help you realise your full potential and reclaim your power through empowering your man. Ain't no bullshit here, it's time to get fierce, fired up and free. I am an empowerment coach and I am here to tell you, you are more than enough. And I cannot wait to jump into today's episode with you. Becky, welcome to the I Am Fierce podcast. It's been a hot minute. I have really been dying to get you on this. I'm super excited. You're going to give us so much invaluable, juicy advice, gossip, all the, all the jazz. Um, you're an entrepreneurial business warrior goddess. There's so much to you that is amazing and very, 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 very inspiring. So I think this is a very special episode and welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I've been listening to these podcasts, loving them every week. So I'm delighted to be part of this one. Oh, I'm delighted to have you. So just to kick it off, as always, I like to go back to the roots. So even just tell us a little bit about yourself and where did you start out in the business world? Like how did Becky come to be this businesswoman? Yeah, no problem. Okay, I'll start off with, with where we are now. So uh, I'm the founder and chief exec of Pick Protection and we're a tech-based business. We were named in the Sunday Times as one of the top 100 most innovative and disruptive companies in the UK, raised just over 2.5 million of investment, um, named as one of the top five most influential women in Scottish tech, uh, one of the top five tech companies to watch out for in Scotland. So the company is, yeah, it's all about keeping people safe, protecting people and providing loan worker protection. Mm-hmm. And to where it started, like I never thought I would run a business. I never saw myself in that kind of leadership role. I knew I loved business, but it, it kind of wasn't where I thought I would end up. So I started my business seven years ago now. We just had our seventh birthday. Wow. and. I was at uni at the time studying business and it was, it's a really sad story so my neighbor I lived in Glasgow not the best area not the worst area my neighbor was attacked she was dragged into the bin shed she was taking her bin out five o'clock at night it wasn't even late and there was a guy hiding in there he dragged her in she was shouting screaming she heard people walking past and nobody stopped to help so I just thought We should all have something on us all the time that if we activate it, we will get a response. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the idea that I had. I went online, tried to find something that would protect me and my flatmates. And I just couldn't see anything that I thought was any good. I mean, back then there was alarms. If you pull a pin, they make a noise. But we were now told to shout fire rather than rape because there's more chance someone will respond. So I thought if we could have a device that would maybe clip onto our bra strap so you couldn't see it under your clothes but it would always be there and it would connect to some sort of alarm receiving center then we can send the police to send to that person's location and I knew that you know 
intruder alarms on houses monitor buildings so when they go off the police will automatically respond there must be a way of instead of monitoring a building monitoring a person and that's kind of where the idea started i went to the university i got some help from them with starting the idea i went to some different organizations got some funding on some competitions and then went on to raise investment and it kind of just grew arms and legs from there wow that is, it is a sad story. I mean, do you know what the bit that got me like really angry is that we're taught to shout fire more than rape and that she heard people going by and they didn't stop to help. Like, it's just, I think I just sometimes get wrapped up in the idea that we even need to talk about this and that we even need to be protecting ourselves. Sometimes I wish that um, the perpetrators were actually educated and that they're actually not meant to do that obviously it's not as simple as that but it just it feels like it always falls on us as women to think of new ways to stick keys through our fists mm-hmm. and we shouldn't why were you walking down that alley and why did you do this and why were you wearing that and what were you doing you know but your idea just sounds incredible and I love the fact that it genuinely came from a frustration of your own that you were just genuinely trying to protect your own friends yeah do you know I think it's one of those things, and I actually did a TED talk on it not that long ago about t- taking uh, lemons and making lemonade. So that was a really horrendous thing that happened. But I think we've all got the power of things will all affect us in different ways, whatever's going on in our life. But taking that, working with what we've got at the time, uh, and then being able to do something positive about it. So for me, it was I was doing a business degree, so I had access to the University of Strathclyde and the different resources and mechanisms that they help people start businesses. But for other people, they'll have you know equally horrible things happen to them, to those around them. But it's using that kind of positively to do something good about it. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, what also is interesting to me, and I'm sure listeners are going to be like, what the hell? How can you be like CEO and director and founder and running this if you didn't see yourself in leader position? It's interesting that you were like, I was interested in business, but I wasn't exactly wanting to lead a business. Um, and it just goes to show how life is and how adaptable we must be because the opportunities that come along, just because you didn't see yourself in a leadership position doesn't mean you didn't end up in one. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is a funny old thing. It's, my parents would always say, like, they are so shocked that I do what I do, and my friends don't see me doing what, you know, I can barely keep a goldfish alive, let alone, you know, run a business. So in my <laughs> personal life, it's very different. Um, but I think the sort of driving force is I want to keep people safe and to do that you know I need my business to run well so I have to kind of adopt this position and I need you know even though I am by nature a people pleaser and I'm quite shy you know I have to do it because I I, I need to be the best for the business so it kind of it, it sort of brings it out of you it's not there naturally that's for sure. Thank you for bringing this up you have literally just Without me coercion, without me polluting this conversation, you have literally just highlighted my main message to every client on every podcast. I'm talking about the essence of people ask me this all the time, and Becky, you have just answered it. Literally, you cannot, it is just because people might see me as being confident, they might see you as being confident and being like, well, she's got it together. She might be strict in the workplace. They might have a different idea of you than you do. But what people don't realize is, We're not naturally like that. Our passion and our why is much bigger than us. 
And this is why I say, if you want to drive your business and make it thrive and help it grow and create that expansion you so desire and abundance you want in your life, you need, your goal, your purpose, your why needs to be way bigger than you and your shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it can't, it can't be about what other people think of you and you doing that for status. It needs to be about the welfare of someone else. And that makes you get out of bed. So thank you for even highlighting that. I wasn't even going to speak about that, but you've just dropped that. And I was like, oh yes, example time. Uh, thanks. Oh, glad to, glad to help. And do you know the other Oh, definitely. And, and just the other thing to add into that as well is, so it's been a kind of, a, proper I hate the term but journey throughout the last seven years and confidence kind of dips up and down at different points and there's been some super super low points so as much as I can say you know I've done this done that and 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 the rest of it just so kind of brings it back like there there's been so many like really low points of confidence where like we'll raise investment and then we've got all this money in the bank and it's a, a phenomenal opportunity for the company and I've been thinking, right, I need to step aside now. Like, this is a great opportunity. I've got, you know, no experience. There's a million people cleverer than me. Somebody else could step into this role. And, you know, is it, and I obviously want the best for the business that comes above everything. Um, And so, so many times I've considered thinking, is it the right time for me to step down? But actually kind of working through that. And I think it's the same for everybody in whatever they're passionate about. Actually, nobody's going to put their heart and soul into this business more than I am. Nobody knows more about it because I started it and they've lived and breathed it for the last you know, years. And I'm going to work harder than anybody else will. So I think those factors, like it doesn't matter about you know, your experience. It doesn't matter uh, how clever you are. I think as long as you're going to put your heart and soul into it, then you are the right person. Everybody is capable of making mistakes. So you might as well doing yourself and learn from him for the next time yeah well I mean again invaluable it's so true it's it's so funny you say this because I always go off topic I've got questions and I'm like blah 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 about my life but genuinely I've been going through this and I was speaking to my friend who's done phenomenal strides in our business um Cosmedicare a lot of my listeners do know Jill Baird is the founder who you will meet you will get on like a house on fire what she's done in the past five years is insane and I was saying to her when do you ever because I feel like I've went through a few levels now leveling up I says in every single level I doubt my capability I doubt Again, not, I don't have the option to step aside because it wasn't as if there was people there. It was like, I was like, what do I do? Do I just stay at this level and kind of that's it? Or do I, keep, do I keep striving to take my clients on a new journey to expand their contacts, to expand their opportunities, to help them grow, to manage them better? And she was like, it's, Emma, it is constant adapting. You're constantly leveling up. And every time you level up, it brings a whole host of new struggles, imposter syndromes, blocks limiting beliefs but you need to be able to work through that in order to level up to the next level and it's so it's so wise but when you're in it you just don't see the light you're just like but how how am I going to be able to take this business here I'm just me and I don't have my erratic I don't have a clue like you, you you totally disregard the fact that both of us had an idea from a seat and it's changed rapidly you know, you met me when I was doing only the singing academy, but behind the scenes, I actually had, and it wasn't even online then. So no. I had um, 
this find your fierce idea and I'd already been pitching it but I really wanted to expand my personal development way more but it's insane how it's a seed you grow from nothing you manifest that into a reality we still doubt we still doubt we just came through covid as well and we're still surviving and we still doubt it it's like what level do you stop doubting <laughs> yeah I, I don't think anybody really does do they because everybody you if you've got something that you're working hard on you do want to keep going and you have to keep your, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone so every time you do that you're, you're going to experience it but I think what we do get the longer that you get to it you get the luxury of being able to look back and see how far you've come and think well you know I've achieved that much so you know I know I can do this next chapter so 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 true so true well thank you so my question was about I want to kind of go back a wee bit and I want to ask, so was being confident and empowered a struggle? Obviously you've answered that a bit. You said you were quite shy, quite um, into yourself. Um, so was it a struggle for you growing up? And if so, why? Do you feel like it's always been there? Yeah, so I, my mum always tells this story and I hate it, that she'd go to a parent's evening and the teacher would say, you know, if there is a box of pencils at the back of the class like everyone would race to get the sharpest pencil first and I'd kind of be okay just to hang back and get a blunt one and I kind of feel like that's like in life I'm quite laid back but not really gonna assert myself and push myself forward like I'm quite easygoing and quite happy for uh you know to not have any conflict conflict and all that kind of stuff and that definitely is with me in my whole personal side of it but I think the business uh side I, I used to share an office with a girl and she used to say she put on her invisible cloak and she would actually physically make the form of putting a cloak on and then she would make the phone call. And it was, and I think it kind of is like that. Like all my friends call me Becky and at work, everyone calls me Rebecca. And it's a bit like having a sort of different side of your personality. So it's not really me that's, you know, being mean or being strict or, you know, pushing. It's, it's like somebody else, if you like, but that's how it kind of helps me tap into that like proper confidence to do the things I don't really like doing and I'm not very good at um and I do that you know the confidence again it's not there naturally it's it's as you say it's your why and I know the why is really big and it's to protect people and to protect as many people as possible so it it pulls it out of you yeah wow no 100% um I don't I just believe that confidence is a byproduct of the work and you can't be confident at all times yes you might have a sustained humbled confidence the grounded confidence in yourself and your ability but it doesn't mean you're full-on confident all like blazing confident all the time sometimes you're shy sometimes you're, and that's why I say to people don't label yourself yeah well, you're a shy person you're not shy all the time yeah and to be honest as well actually in terms of saying I'm, I'm shy that's probably like my one like if I'm gonna blow my own trumpet and say I'm really good at something it's standing up and pitching and presenting and you know doing it to an audience and I love doing that I love doing talks I'm not quite sure where that comes from but that is for me I think part of the confidence is knowing what you're good at and doing more of those things and building more on that and then you know the weaknesses I mean pff, I'm terrible at finance and all that kind of stuff but you can you know there's ways and means about that other people can step in in where your weaknesses are so I think confidence is about you know accepting the weaknesses but you know appreciating the, the, the bits that you are good at and kind of pushing those forward yeah no 100% and I'm glad you said that because 
again, it's a nice reminder for me because I'm still on this journey. I'm having nine heart attacks because all, in the last three weeks out of nowhere, one-to-ones have been coming in like it's going out of fashion. And then other opportunities are opening up for later on in the year that are actually terrifying for me because although I talk about getting blue chip companies and going into corporate and being able to take my work into the, the field, because I believe my work, specifically in the public speaking, will really, my, my knowledge between performing as in vocally, the singing, to speaking, and then my public speaking material, I feel it really does help people sell better. It helps people lead better um, in the workforce, in the corporate industry. Um, but it still doesn't mean that when a specific business calls and goes, oh, I love your story. Actually, Ma, I had that relationship with my father. I can understand. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Like, you don't know. You feel like it's like somebody else they're talking about because you're like, what the hell am I going to say? Like, I don't know. But it's everything you want, but it's so mad how you want to run from it. So I think, like you say, I think for me, the next 18 months will be all about facing the dragon, walking into the fire and being like, let's go corporately. You're so ready for it. The fact that these opportunities are presenting to you, you you wouldn't get them if you weren't ready and if people couldn't see how amazing you were going to be at them. So you will smash it. Oh man, you've always been such a a support to me it's amazing because obviously you've done so so well I said this to Jill as well and she's like yeah but it's not about the just doing well it's about seeing the same passion in somebody else and feeling aligned with them and actually feeling like they actually understand because it's lonely out here it can be really lonely isolating the amount of snakes that have revealed themselves to me over the past two years it's been devastating like it's lonely and you have to be thick-skinned enough to be like, well, that surely can't be all about me. <laughs> it surely can't be, even if they're telling you that and gaslighting you. Yeah. So what do you and how do you get in